Welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, in today's podcast, I'm going to cover something that is just starting to get a little play in the media, even in the mass media, where they're saying that the next pandemic, the next uh, illness or health crisis caused by COVID-19 and our uh, little uh, little pandemic caused by a supercharged cold, because that's basically what it is. It is just a coronavirus that is killing probably three to four times the amount of people with swine flu, but only in a certain population, those older, obese, and sick already, as opposed to the swine flu that just takes out everyone from zero to 100. Um, so I'm still, I, I still worry more about swine flu, um, but this thing is not taking out kids. Um, it's taking out grandma and grandpa um, at a high rate. It's crazy. And of course, we're not doing the studies. We're not realizing that we need to put grandma and grandpa into the sunshine, make sure they have protein and zinc in their diet and a strong immune system, or at least as strong as we can give them in a long-term care setting. Um, but Having said that, the next pandemic is going to be all the consequences caused by our overreaction to this. Now, Fred, you said overreaction. I said, yeah, um, you know, I just came back from South Dakota a couple weeks ago, and it's wide open. You know, they're being smart, but they're not socially isolating. They're not, you know, trying to change social interaction as much. And we have to think what this is going to do to our school-age kids. Part of going to school is just not to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. And now with Common Core, they don't even learn half that crap. But, you know, and they're definitely not learning Danillion. They're not learning cursive handwriting. But part of going to school is socialization, learning how to interact with other people your age, with adults who are in charge, with authority figures, how to organize your day, how to be a little disciplined, how to have fun in a social setting. We're removing all that. And it's almost like our leaders don't care. They haven't studied enough history to understand what a real pandemic or epidemic is. They, you know, they keep saying, oh, it was like the Spanish flu. This is not even close to bodies laying into the streets. Not even close. Um, the bodies that are lining up are in long-term care setting, and they were these individuals were only going to live a couple more years anyway. It is not our teenagers' 20s and 30s. And I don't want to sound crass because our elders are very important. But I don't even think they care about our elders. Um, they're not asking why a certain New Hope long-term care, New Hope, Minnesota um, long-term care center had 56 COVID deaths all at once. They were spreading it like wildfire and killing these people. You know, there should be arrests being made. They're not even arresting these idiots. Um, but what are you going to do to the mental health of our kids? I know my kids, my four teenage uh, daughters, are struggling because some parents are COVID scared and not sending their kids out to interact. Um, so there's their social group has shrunk. 
they're doing distance learning in St. Paul, Minnesota, so they're not going in there to interact. Some of the sports have been canceled, so the interaction they were going to get has been stunted. Where Where is this going to lead our adults? Because remember, these kids are going to be the leaders of the future. You think our political um, situation in America is a nightmare now? Wait to 20 years from now when you release the COVID-19 kids on being in charge. It's going to be like a surreal dystopian mess. Okay? It's going to be like Maze Runner. You know, and you wonder how these things happen. It has because, one, we're blunting them emotionally. They're not connecting with people. And if they don't connect with people, they do video games, just like violence in video games. Why is gun violence up in teenagers and shootings in school? Well, for a while they thought it was video games, right? Because you can shoot someone in a very realistic manner on some of these video games and the person dies, and it's not really real, but the central nervous system and brain thinks it's real because it's getting enough sensory stimulation to record it as a memory in the hippocampus. Well, we are separating people so far. Crime is going up. Oh, imagine that. Crime's going to continue to go up because we think we're not connected to each other. Racism, crime, all that exists when people think they're not connected physically, spiritually, emotionally, hell, you know, through natural selection to the next, to your neighbor who may or may not look like you or worship like you or act like you. That happens from disconnection. And what we're doing now is not reconnecting people, we're disconnecting. I love hearing these political campaigns bring people together. Really? One party that keeps saying, I'm going to bring people together, you know, is all for social isolation and disconnection. I mean, and and people actually believe the hypocrisy of their words because words don't matter anymore. So this these, these interesting thing is the studies coming out. Recently, there's been a study come out that shows that PTSD is up, depression is up. We're seeing it in our kids already. Depression, acting out, um, families starting to fall apart. Well, that's because they're just like on holidays and vacations, you know, you see an uptake in um, disturbances in the family because they're close together. Well, not really. What we're seeing with COVID-19 is some interactions and, you know, almost like, all the weaknesses are going to be shown through. So when you put like a, a chain chain under pressure, the weakest link is going to pop. Well, one study showed, so we're going back to April, but you know it takes a while to get some of these studies into the medical literature, showed that after one month of social isolation, post-traumatic stress disorder was up 28% presenting in the local ER. Depression was up 31, anxiety 42, insomnia up 40%. Obsessive compulsive disorder was up 20%. And that was just within the, the first 30 days. There is a direct effect on the central nervous system caused by isolation and disassociation on pre-existing conditions. So if you have a little light depression, or say your family has depression genetically, or OCD, or bipolar, or um, schizophrenia, 
you put them under this type of stress, it's going to start presenting. It's called epigenetics. So if we start presenting, guess what? We're going to see that the aftermath of the COVID-19 is a mental health pandemic marked with increases in mood and anxiety disorders. We're going to have increase in personality disorders because all these are going to present. It is going to be a muddled mess out there this fall and winter and into the spring. Why? I mean, just look, they, you know, they canceled all Division I sports. A lot of adults use that as a way, oh, Saturday I want to watch a football game. You know, want to watch a volleyball game. You know, they flip on their TV. It's their way of, of relaxing. It's their way of letting go, yelling at the TV. If they don't work out, guess what? That was their release. You've just removed that for millions and millions of people. What do you think that's going to do to their dorsal medial lobe, the area above your left eyebrow that helps control insight and wisdom and inhibition? Inhibition is going to be gone. We're going to have an increase in aggressive behavior, increase in um, poor behavior choices, and increase in criminal activity, which we already have here in Minnesota. Sweet old Minnesota is now becoming a crime capital. Imagine that. What are we doing for our preschool kids and early elementary kids? This is their time where they're learning those things. Could you imagine going to kindergarten and, and their teacher, who they're crying and need to be touched by, can't touch them, can't even put their hand on their shoulder and say, it's okay, and they're wearing a mask and a face shield. That's crazy. So, you know, when you think about it, and again, we're not talking about the great plague of Justinian. It's not killing these kids. It's just not statistically. And, of course, the media plays up one or two deaths in kids. That's statistically, there's kids who are going to die from anything anyway. You know, we're talking millions upon millions of kids are going to be affected psychology, psychologically because somewhere people thought that, you know, we need to react like this is the great plague. It's not. We don't even know if the numbers are true, but I'm going to give you that. All right, the numbers are true. It's taking out people 60 to 100 years of age who are already in poor health. What this should be is a great awakening for people to start taking care of their health after retirement. It should be a great awakening if you're middle age, you know, not trying, you know, go to the gym and just to knock off 20 pounds, start eating better, build up your immune system. This should be a great awakening where parents teach their kids how important their nervous system and immune system is for their health and their success in life. That should be the great awakening. We have no idea what COVID-19 is going to do to all of us psychologically, especially our kids. I know I'm doing the best. We have a family day every week and we go places. I am actually pouring more effort, more time and trying to give a normal week or at least a normal couple of days to these kids and interact with the many other kids as possible. It's hard. It's hard. It's been taking effort. It's had me back off a lot of other things 
um, in life, like my activities at church and other things, my own hobbies, I had to pour, I'm pouring in this time, but it's worth it. I am not accepting a new normal. That's the dumbest thing I've seen advertised. This is not normal. We did not evolve this way. We are not socialized this way. You can't say this is the new normal. Trying to normalize psychologically deviant and socially blunted behaviors, social isolation, distancing, trying to normalize that will permanently change our society and permanently change the central nervous system and brains of our children. We might not know how long this is going to last, but psychologically, we don't know if this will affect them for six months, five years. We don't know what the long-term results from a year or so of isolation not trusting the other person. They may be an asymptomatic carrier. Paranoia. Fear is going to do to our children. And what is it doing to the adults already? I can see it now. It's amazing how I go around and interact with people. How it's taking the strongest and they're knocked off. Maybe we need a great awakening just past immune system. Maybe we need a great awakening for people more of a spiritual great awakening where they realize, guess what? You only get one life on this land, folks. And if you're really afraid of a supercharged coronavirus, which a lot of people don't even have symptoms anymore, it's already mutated and changed seven or eight times, they say probably nine, and it's already uh, gotten weaker. If you're really that afraid of dying from this, maybe you should look at your life. Everyone dies, unfortunately, and we wish you all long lives, powerful, successful lives, but it is part of life. Everyone dies, but not everyone really lives. Are you really living and helping your family to really live? And this has been another fact podcast. 